It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 30-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. There's a report from the National Association of Realtors, the real estate's top six challenges now and in the future. Yay, we love challenges. And this is uh, is (laughs) according, according to the editors of Realtor Magazine. There's a magazine called Realtor Magazine, of yep. course. It's a magazine for every industry. That's no right. No matter how minute, you know. <laughs> and I actually like reading it. Yeah, I bet you do. I do. I bet you. Like if you were into miniature houses or some miniature <laughs> making models, I bet you there's a magazine for that. Every single Sector hobby. Thought. Idea. All right, let's get to it. So these are the top six challenges now and in the future. Number sure. one, interest rates and the economy. Always. That, that, that always affects us no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bump up in the interest rate can really slow things down. We know that the interest rate's bumped up a little bit, but I don't think that's going to stay for that long. There's talk now that the economy may be starting to slow. Yep. People, the vast majority of quote unquote experts are saying they still expect the economy to grow. At a modest pace, 2 to 3%, we'll say, down from the kind of 4-ish percent we saw last year, mainly due to the tax cut. However, that slowing is still slowing. Right. The rate of change is decelerating, we'll that's right. put it another way. And that's going to affect that economy and people's ability to have uh, extra cash and do the things they need to do. All right, so that's a challenge. Yep. Number two, political uncertainty. Yep. We see, you know, tax cuts and job changes politically regarding regulations on community banks. You know, we had this Dodd-Frank Act. Yeah. And then that was softened. And now the Democrats are coming back in. So it's creating more uncertainty whether they're going to try to stiffen the rules again. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, of course, uh, retailers and e-commerce, this is something we hear a lot about, you know, whether or not the, uh, you know, we'll call them brick and mortar shopping is going away. Mm -hmm. Everyone's doing it all online. Well, yes and no. I mean, I think the death of the brick and mortar business has been overstated. I agree. Okay. So, I mean, people still like to go to the mall. I mean, it's one thing to shop online. It's very convenient. You got to do something on a rainy or snowy day. Yeah, that's, right? That is true. And, you know, I think people are really starting to see the benefit for that. Plus the fact that I believe these shopping centers, especially the good ones, are changing the mix of the stores. Right. And so there's more restaurants, there's more community activity, there's more reasons to go. So it's, I don't think it's the death knell. No, I think it's just changing. That's all. It's just changing. Okay, but that is a challenge. Sure. And that's what we're talking about. Infrastructure, you know, utility roads, transit routes, Mm -hmm. all of that has an impact on the long-term real estate, as well as natural disasters and climate change. Yeah, well, hold on a second. So the infrastructure is important because roads and utilities and, you know, the getting from here to there and all of those things are incredibly important, really for a healthy, economically for a healthy country. And if we're seeing that, those areas are deteriorating, that's going to be a challenge for real estate because real estate's built up around good sure, infrastructure and, sure. and so on. You got to okay. be able to get around a community. Challenges, natural disasters you, you just mentioned, and climate change, things are changing. You know, waters are rising and storms. And there's seem legal to be- obstacles that we face as far as the real estate developers are concerned. That can slow down projects to be turned uh, in on time. Okay, gotcha. So it's more, you know, how, is it affect new, how does it affect new mm-hmm. construction? And then finally, immigration. There was a point when number of green cards being issued was 1.1 million, but last year it's now shifted down to 500,000. So there's less people coming into the country, which creates more demand for housing. Absolutely. Or in this case, less demand for housing because there's fewer of them. 
coming in. Right. Right? Correct. I mean, there's 600,000 people that are no longer coming in. Needing a house. Needing a house. Right. Correct. Exactly. Okay, good. So uh, lots of luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) I love my obstacles. (laughs) Okay, here's another news item that I thought was pretty important, and that is that foreclosure trend, the foreclosure trend, which you and I talked about so many weeks, so many years ago. Yes. During the 08 crisis and then the ensuing buildup of the economy and so on. And, but we saw a huge spike in foreclosures, obviously. Everybody knows this during 08. And that lasted for many years. Right. And then foreclosures really declined dramatically. But now what? You know, they're upticking a little bit. If you look at year over year increases in foreclosure activity is up. If you look at 219 metro areas, 84 of the metro areas experienced an increase. An increase in foreclosures. Correct. So okay. it's something to watch. I don't really know the real reason for it because yeah. it's not the economy. There's not like mm-hmm. job losses. Well, maybe people are buying too much house. Who knows? I mean. Or I, I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that a lot of people, you know, refinanced, refinanced. Yeah. Because I do have a client that's in this boat. They now can't refinance. Yeah. And the amount that they owe is so much larger than what they originally owed. It's a big problem. Let's say you really can't afford your mortgage. Right. Let's say you're a salesman, you lost your job, okay? Or business is slow. I mean, just because the economy is doing well doesn't mean that everybody in the economy is, is doing, doing well. well. That's right. So you have your second line of mortgage, your home equity line of mortgage. The bank doesn't know you're in trouble. Right. And so now you're borrowing from that line in order to make the monthly payments. And now that debt is building because you're in the hope. You've got, you know, positively you're thinking, well, business is going to turn around or I'll get a new job. And then for some people, it's slower or longer than they expected. And then they start to get in trouble. And now they have more debt than they have equity in their home. That's right. And then the foreclosure has to happen. That's correct. That's not very good. Now, there's a statistic here I want to address really quickly. In October, foreclosure activity rose 55% in Florida. Now, that sounds scary, doesn't it? It sounds scary. That doesn't mean... (laughs) what it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, if you had two right. and you went to three, that's, that's 50, a 50%. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, and, and I can assure you, I've seen the numbers and I don't know what they are off the top of my head, but they are very, 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 small. very low. Exactly. So, And another secret, yeah. because there has been no foreclosures, it's so easy now to foreclose because there's no waiting line. <laughs> okay. I mean, the bank decides, okay, we're okay. going to foreclose. You didn't make a payment. Uh, Bam. So it's like, it's like selling stock before everybody else starts selling or buying when everybody right. else is selling. So now if you're going to foreclose, foreclose now. Right. Because <laughs> right, there's, there... <laughs> there's no waiting. Right. Okay. But the bottom line is statistics are very misleading. And I will tell you that the news services and all these articles, you'll always see something like, you know, this is the worst number in the last, you know, six years. Right. You know, so what? Okay. It doesn't mean anything. And then they'll say, well, there's a 50% rise in foreclosures. But again, if you had two, now you have three. (laughs) So so just be careful when you start seeing numbers like that. Okay. We are out of time. And of course, I'm speaking here with Terry Story, a 30-year veteran with Keller Williams, located in Boca Raton. And she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.